Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of CK Experience. Today again I'm joined by Martha Rochford. Martha is not only a CrossFit semi-finalist but a CrossFit affiliate owner also, representing her gym this past year at the CrossFit Lowlands as part of Team Yellow Belly. The year prior she also competed on Team CrossFit C2F. Let's listen in and see what she has to say about training competing. Here we go. How are you anyway? How's training going? Uh, yeah, all good. Um... Today, I'm not training today, I'm on a rest day, so I'm back tomorrow as normal. Um, so yeah, that's it really. I, I actually had a wedding on Friday. I usually take my rest days on Thursday and Sunday, but had a wedding on Friday, set a train Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and that was hard. <laughs> but yeah. How were your rest days like worked? Is it just that you kind of get, you're exhausted by the time you get to Thursday or does it work best for your schedule? um no like I can kind of train around whatever like my, I suppose my training like I take like I would kind of work whatever my coach gives me so he's just given me uh, Thursdays and Sundays off I think he does that most of his athletes so um yeah like I suppose I'm in the gym every day nearly any day anyway because of coaching so um it didn't really make a difference which day I took off do you know yeah um do you have plans this summer then for competing or are you just kind of done with semi-finals just kind of training away um yeah no I'm gonna compete in uh so I'm starting I'm doing the powerful with an uh, invitation with Filippo yeah. um that's in August and then in September I'm going to Madrid to do the elite individual um yeah and then after that a few more as well kind of planned hopefully um but definitely those two kind of for the summer well September I suppose um and then um yeah that's it so far main yeah. focus being Madrid I suppose yeah do you, do you compete often in the individual or is team kind no. of the focus yeah that one um Madrid's actually my first individual so pretty I'm scared <laughs> be fine but look there's no better temperature to do it all in I suppose yeah I did it last year on the team um and it was really hot um and it was on sand for some of the events outside which was uh interesting we were doing like worm burpees on top of each other and the sand being like kicked in each other's faces but um yeah no it's good the weather's good now so it's good training to uh, get a bit used to it yeah, I can actually, I think sand's the worst thing to train in. Like yeah. the most I've done is that kind of like messing around with a handstand walking in. It just doesn't feel nice on, on the wrists or anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't actually tried a, a handstand walk on sand. That'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah, you, you don't want any loose sand. It's more kind of close to the water where it's nice and, nice and solid. Yeah. Be a yeah, bit easier. Yeah. yeah. So how did you kind of stumble into CrossFit then? What was your kind of gateway in? Um, yeah, so I started uh, in chapter two. Um, I was going to PT in uh, Flyfish in Sandyford and, or in Dundrum. And um, I saw, well, actually, I was just got training in Flyfish and then saw a guy coaching weightlifting, asked him, could he coach me? Um, and then I got kind of just bored of not like getting out of breath and stuff. I was playing football at the time um, and I was, I just wanted to like do a little bit more. So he recommended that I go to chapter two. So Ian Goulding, um, I got in touch with Ian, um, who was working in chapter two at the time with Jamie Eden. 
and then um I went up and yeah I loved it from like the very start like they killed me but it was fun um so yeah I trained there for like I think two years and then um myself and Ian then decided to open up a gym in Wexford yeah so that's how yellow belly came about then I take yeah. it yeah so how for you obviously your first year in compete or in semi-finals sorry um was representing c2f was there that little bit more pride this year then getting to kind of represent your own gym yeah like it was class um like we were all kind of training together in yellow valley so it made sense like i love chapter two as well and like i learned so much there but obviously it being my own um my own gym was like it was weird like it was good though it was funny though because when we went uh like this year like we because Filippo was like captain and um, they thought we were Italian so they had like the Italian flag beside our name and then just like everyone was like what is Yellow Valley they just couldn't get their heads around it so um that was kind of funny strange name like but I suppose if you're around Baxford you kind of understand yeah like I'm North Wicklow and I wouldn't have a clue really <laughs> I think it's a GA thing. Like, I'm not actually that into GA. Like, I played football, but um, in Wexford, like, they call them, like, us, the Yellow Valleys. I think it's, like, Kilkenny being called, like, Kilkenny Cats and stuff. But then, actually, since then, I um, someone told me that, like, being called the Yellow Valley is um, saying that you're kind of, like, a wimp or, like, something like that, I think. Uh, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Didn't mean to... Uh, yeah like have the gym called that but um you know it's good i sure look it's big it's a big cultural i suppose yeah like wexford people love it so it's like that how did you how did you end up down in wexford then considering you were training up in fly fit what was the kind of pull to go down there um so i'm from wexford um i like i'm living at home so uh i was in Maynooth University doing business and then uh, I was on I actually took a year out of Maynooth and I did personal training so I was living in Dublin and that's when I started training in the fly fish I already kind of was into fitness and stuff but I just didn't wasn't into CrossFit um, and then once I had finished college in Maynooth went back and did my last year in Maynooth and I had done the uh, personal training course for a year I uh, I decided obviously I kind of had to move home um and there was no reason for me to be up in Dublin anymore so I moved home and it was actually literally finished my last exam and uh in Maynooth with Anine was like do you want to meet about um about you know setting up a gym together and I was like yeah sure so he Ian's from Dublin um so he had him and his girlfriend Amy moved to Exford um and yeah they live in Gorey so it's kind of Amy was working in Dublin so it kind of was meant like they were kind of halfway between the two um but yeah that's why I like Wexford kind of it was it, like there's a lot of gyms in Dublin I suppose um yeah. so it made sense yeah no because from what I know with like Wexford like even when you're kind of you know, like like the all there's not a whole lot of nice like big gyms even like they're small like kind of commercial gyms aren't great so it's good to have like yeah, one where it's kind of central there's CrossFit Gory. Um, they're doing a great job of Gory, but like we're an hour from there. So even when I came home at first, like I didn't really have anywhere to train. Yeah. Um, so like I, you know, I, I found that hard. Um, so like I knew that there was definitely like a demand for one. Yeah. Oh, 
it's deadly to see, especially since it's just kind of thing where they just kind of fell in love with sport. And then like, next thing you know, you're running your own gym and kind of in charge of your own little community. Yeah, it's mad. You know, everyone's like been so great. So um, like the members love it. So uh, hopefully we'll keep that up. <laughs> How do you balance training with kind of operating the gym then? Uh, yeah, like it's fine. Um, I suppose like me and Ian share the classes. So uh, he's on like, let's say one week he's on mornings, then I'm on evenings and we swap each week um so like we get to train in the middle of the day like obviously there's other stuff to be done um like the instagram or whatever else we need to do like if we have members being signed up or like trying to you know do class planning or whatever and like if we do that kind of between sessions um but i suppose like we're training together we're kind of like talking about it as we train a little bit sometimes um and uh yeah like it's it's grand like it i suppose it makes it possible to train and like I'm not making money off training so I have to do I have to work you know um and like I feel like even just training myself I've learned a lot to help with my coaching so like um just you know you have a better understanding the more you do um and so that it definitely helps as a coach um do you know so would you be a big fan then of um practice what you preach when it comes to training yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Like, I think that you can be a very good coach and not, um, and not be an like an amazing athlete or anything. But I do think that you need to understand like how to move correctly. Um, and I suppose being able to do the movements does help a lot. Like, you know what it feels like. But again, like I'm sure there are, you know some really good really good coaches that might necessarily be like great athletes do you know um so yeah I think there's I think if you're a nice person as well like and there's sound that goes a long way you don't necessarily have to be um you know amazing at CrossFit to be a good coach in that way do you know I reckon that's kind of half the battle with kind of PT and stuff like yeah no, no one wants to hang around with a dickhead for an hour and try like learn from them yeah exactly that's it like I'm like so, some of the members are like my best friends now so uh, it's good like so you're enjoying the Wexford life even more then yeah like I'm living I don't always love living at home but um well, I'm actually living beside my parents which is handy like they've been very sound especially with setting up business like I don't have most loads of money but um yeah no I do like I live in the country like and I have my dog here so he's like number one <laughs> yeah and I'd say he loves the country there's nothing better than a few open fields from the sprint trip yeah exactly he's a bit of a wanderer though I'm trying to like train him to not be going over to my neighbours <laughs> what breed is he uh he's a husky and a collie cross and uh, so I bring him to the gym yeah I bring him to the gym a bit and like he loves everyone but he's very hairy and whatever way the mats are that he just if he lies down there's just like a print of his body on the floor from all the hair so that's a bit of a pain um because I'm hoovering after him all the time but um yeah he loves it there like he just like climbs on everyone I can't really have him there during class because we would like people wouldn't be able to exercise <laughs> yeah no my my little one is shiny tiny but my own, my home gym's only tiny and like okay. she's bars. She gets in, there's hairs everywhere. Yeah. Like the crevices That's of things and all. It's like, how did you even get here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What kind of dog do you have? 
Um, she's Pugilier, so half Pug, half King Charles. Oh, nice. Yeah, so I love Pug. They're cool. So it depends on who you are. She's either an ugly little fucker or a little cute fucker. It's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like Pugs. I like small dogs too. They're handier to bring around, I suppose. Oh yeah, I wouldn't be able like like trying and working. I just wouldn't have energy to be walking her all the time if yeah. it was like big walks. Yeah. I wouldn't. Um, so what's the goal then going into next year really like obviously training is going to build up to it are you going to stick to the team because you've had largely the same team only way kind of Keelan coming in this year yeah um, so we're going to do uh, we're going to do team again um, this next year uh, so I, Ian who I work with he's coming on the team uh, mm-hmm. so it's myself Ian uh, Keelan and Filippo this year um so yeah we're gonna have to we're planning on kind of starting to like train together uh once madrid is over uh keelan is going on a different team from madrid and um like so we just said we kind of leave it until after that i wanted to focus on like individual training uh coming up to madrid and then once that's over in the we're going to start in october training together and we're going to have to start you know training like lots to get like i suppose meeting up like very regularly um so yeah that's the plan what do you find the biggest challenge of competing on a team is um i don't know i love it like um the biggest challenge i'd say like we i'd say up until now like we hadn't had like a proper coach and we've actually like taken on um the coach that i have in he's from training think tank um but up until this year we didn't have anyone kind of tell us like what to do and that was really hard like we all had our own individual coaches and keelan's coached by emma um felipe's with mayhem and ian and myself are both coached by mike mcgoldrick from training think tank um but none of us we didn't have a, a team coach so um that was I think that's hard because we all have different ideas of what we need to do and um so it takes kind of a while to get work done when we're training together and come up with programming and then like even just with workout plans like we think that we didn't do as well in lowlands because we didn't have great strategies for the workouts and um I think if we had someone tell us you know like this is what you can do or this is what you should do then it might have worked out a little bit better so um going into this year we have Mike coming over us and he's gonna like obviously he's in America so we're just gonna have to do like video calls or send video uh, send videos to him and he's gonna program for us um he's also going to the games this year for his second year on a team so um, with the other coaches from Training Think Tank, I think one or two of them are, um, and his wife. So um, he has a good idea of what kind of you need to be done as a team. Yeah, brilliant. Um, it's nice to kind of take the brains away from you guys and kind of just have someone steer the ship nearly. Yeah, exactly. All you have to do is move and perform or then, so it makes it a bit easier. Yeah, 100%. Like, it's, I suppose we trust him because we've been with him for so long and he's been so good. So, um, exactly, we can just kind of put all our, our trust in him. How often do you train then? Because you're obviously five days a week, but like, how many sessions would you squeeze in there? Um, so, I do two on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, usually, and then uh, Friday as well. And then on Saturday, it's just kind of like a longer session. So, once classes are finished, myself and Ian will train until like 
it's it's just like a longer session so we'll do like a workout and then strength after usually on a Saturday whereas every other day I'd always do like morning time would be all my strength um and then the afternoon I'll do like a workout or whatever like it's not that much different to what everyone you know like it's just we just break it up more than anything so um you know it's always kind of workouts in the afternoon but on a Saturday the workout comes first because um we do like the throw down for train, training think tank so um it's kind of like more of a qualifier style uh workout um but yeah like it's two days monday wednesday monday to wednesday friday and then or sorry two sessions monday to wednesday and friday and then saturday is just like a longer one yeah at the sorry. moment <laughs> saturday sweat and get it all done yeah <laughs> so i've saw, obviously there was the whole thing um with the team i think it was i don't know, i think it might have been prior to lowlands where one of the members they crossfit said it was kind of invalid how they were traveling up and down and all this i think it was in finland or denmark it was a while ago now um how do you just kind of work it out within the rules of kind of training within yellow belly yeah so we're actually not sure like how it's going to work this year because the rule book doesn't come out until i think I'm actually not sure when, maybe October or something. Um, but once the rule book comes out, then we're just going to work it so that it's we are within the rules. So whatever way we need to travel, and um, we'll do that. Filippo is a coach, so he is a you know he has a lot of like he would be able to travel. It's not like a nine to five type job. Um, and then Keelan is the same. She's working part time, so um. Like if we need to move, like like I think we're gonna have to move. So, um, obviously we're just gonna wait until the rule book comes out, and then if we need to move, then we will. Um, obviously being to Yellow Valley, so I won't have to. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's like it's all a lot of travel. Yeah, like it's all a bit up in the air at the moment because we just don't know. I know that I listened to that podcast about the um the guy who they kind of stopped on the Swedish team, isn't it? Yep. With Michaela Norman and that. And um, like, I do think that it wasn't clear. Like they didn't have an exact amount of days so that they had to train. They just said majority, wasn't it? Or something like that. Um, so I think that, I think Johnny, they'll make that mistake again at CrossFit. So um, if they have like a set amount, then we can figure out how we'll do that um and we'll put in then our like dates in the calendar or whatever but um like they're willing to travel as much as they need to and they're all within the the um distance from the gym and stuff so that's the most important thing yeah well to be fair ireland's small enough to where you probably get be able to train with someone in galway and get away with it almost <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe um so kind of looking back on the semi-finals what was kind of your standout moment for yourself or even as a team um, with Lowlands in the past year? Um, I think that we, like, I think we came away from a feeling a little bit, like, a little bit disappointed in that we probably needed more training together, um, just more practice on the worm together. And I suppose just, I don't know. I think we were, I think we had more in us than we showed. Like we were a little bit disappointed, but there was good things that came from it too. Like um, in terms of like Keelan hitting her 90 kilo snatch and just like 
and you know different things like uh like I was happy like I hit my max in the well it's my one kilo off my max and snatch and just stuff like that so I couldn't like complain um but yeah like yeah I suppose we just needed to we know that we kind of need to step it up a little bit if we want to get to the games next year um and I do think that we can um it's just we need to put like a little bit more into it I think we all kind of we're just kind of seeing okay we'll see how we get on and we'll just go and see how it, it goes but not actually like putting out there like we want to get to the games like 80 20 did that and they got there so I think if you just verbalize like we can do it um like it can be done <laughs> 100%. Just seeing a like another Irish team qualify kind of give you that little bit of fire in your belly to know you can push for it. Yeah, 100%. Like they're class. Um, and I like, yeah, like when I saw that, you know, we hadn't decided fully if we were going to do um do team again or whatever. It was all a bit up in the air for a while afterwards. But um, when you see that, you're like, no, like it is possible and it's unreal for them to um have a uh, got there like the first Irish team. Very cool. Yeah, no, uh, it, it's brilliant to see kind of, I think we're getting more and more um, Irish like on the scene in terms of semis and even the games the last few years. Yeah. Because even like prior to the year where we had both with like Emma and Mickey, it just seemed like we just had like no representation. And now it's looks like every time you see it, there's like a handful there at the very least. Yeah, exactly. Like Emma is um, leading the way. Oh yeah, she's carrying the flag at this rate. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and then young Lucy coming through just behind her. So it's, yeah, exactly. She's class. We'll have someone there each time. How do you find working with a coach who obviously you have interaction with, but no, nothing physical where they can kind of like annoy you and be like, this is wrong, this is wrong. Like, is it a little bit more awkward, do you find, or is it perfectly? Um, yeah, no, like I like I'm so used to it now at this stage Um, like since I've done classes I haven't had anyone actually like I suppose I haven't really had anyone like looking at me in terms of like every day so um, obviously when I started in chapter two I had Ian and Jamie uh, coaching me and that was really good and then once I kind of got a good understanding of the movements then I went on my own Um, so I'm with Mike two years now and um he just basically programs for me and I sent as much videos as I can um and I just I have a kind of a google sheets and I just write in like everything that I I'm feeling or whatever in terms of like you know how lifts feel or whatever and then we also do training calls so um like once a month we call and I just say okay I want to work on like snatch or even just small things like like the rope lines we might look at them and then move on to like um muscle ups and stuff like that so he he has watched me do the movements you know and then we just put it on the call um so yeah like it, it's grand like it's good uh hopefully i'll be able to go out to to america sometime and uh train with them that's the plan well at least if you just make it to the games he won't have far to travel to yeah three years on yeah, exactly. Um, we're myself and Keelan and James Mercer are planning to do um Wadapalooza. So um the qualifiers for that are in October. Um, so I don't know, maybe we'll get to I don't know if I'll get to go to train the same time, but I'll be nearby. <laughs> yeah, well, like 
again, like Waterpalooza, we had so many people like from Ireland competing. Um, there were so many teams. Even Jamie himself was at it. Um, yeah. So it's definitely one where like, you just, just can get there easily enough, I'd say. Yeah, so we'll strong, see. These are fit and strong enough anyway to give it a push. Yeah, that's the plan anyway. So um, I'm really looking forward to that. Got to save some money now. <laughs> um, how do you feel competing individual might kind of help you on the team side? So it Madrid coming up. Yeah, uh, I just kind of want to see where I'm at, I suppose. Like, I don't have any, like, high expectations. Like, I know that Emma is doing it. There's, like, a few others that are going to do it. So, like, I'm up against, obviously, a really strong field. But, um, like, I really... I just really wanted to do an individual competition um, and I'll see how it goes. Like I am a bit nervous, but um, like it's good. Even just the training coming up to it puts a bit of pressure on me to not like sit back at all. Um, and I'll just see how it goes. Like I'm proud to even have qualified. So um, when I get there, I'll, I'll just do my best. <laughs> yeah, that's all you can do really. Um. If there's one, like, not workout itself, but one specific type workout, like a handstand workout, a snatch workout that you'd like to see come up, what would, you, what would be your go-to? Um, I like, hmm, I like handstand, handstand push-up, handstand walk, muscle-ups, um, pistols, probably more body weight stuff <laughs> um not necessarily like one rm type things or like a heavy bar so um i like running as well um i'll be doing i hadn't really been doing that much of that coming up to like the last few months because of everything being online um so i'll probably start to do a bit more of that now uh, coming up to madrid like last year we did like a rope run so mm. hopefully there'll be something like that um this year so yeah, like as I said, anything without like a heavier bar. <laughs> I'm working on on my strength a lot. Like I, that's kind of the main focus, and that always has been with um since going with Mike. And I'm tracking food, trying to get like a little bit of weight up. So um, yeah, it's improving slowly but surely. <laughs> yeah, strength is something that doesn't really come on overnight. It's for a bit more frustrating, I think. Yeah. So, but. Gotta trust the process, be patient. Thank you all for listening. And if you'd like to stay up to date with all our podcasts, make sure you follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever stream platform you use. Thank you to Martha for joining me today and giving me that bit of time to talk about all things training and competing. And see you next time.